Hello and welcome back to New Paradigm Healing. This series focuses on ayahuasca-assisted therapy. Our intention is to educate, inform, and support the conscious and responsible use of ayahuasca in the Western context. If you want to know more about ayahuasca-assisted therapy and our upcoming trainings and workshops, sign up for our mailing list to be the first one to know about the latest news at avatarhealingarts.com. Help to build our tribe by sharing our message with your friends and family and joining us on our social media platforms. My name is Nina Itzel, and today I'm excited to welcome Casey Kennedy, who will assist me in the upcoming episodes where we dive deeper into the ayahuasca integration process and share juicy bits from my book, Heart Medicine. Welcome, Casey. I'm so happy to be here with you. And please share a little bit about yourself and your journey with the medicine and the path that ultimately led you here into this moment. The medicine led me to you, Nina. Um, about a year ago, I started getting, well, I was planning my big trip to Peru um, to uh, adventure on, do my big adventure with ayahuasca and, um, and the medicine started calling me and I, um, I went and here I am close to a year, almost a year later. So reading your book, um, I had met one of the facilitators, Jessica Gooden, who um, you've met in previous episodes. Um, and she had led me to you on this plant medicine journey. So um, ultimately I had started with a lot of similar experiences as, as you and, and others that have gone on, on this journey with PTSD and using numbers and addiction and all of those past um, things to, to cope with trauma, a lot of childhood trauma and adult trauma and those things that I stuffed down. So I really went to find myself um, and to heal a lot of that. And on the journey, I found this huge spiritual um, awakening and oh my goodness, what a transformation it's been. It's been an honor to meet you, to meet um, Jessica and the other people in this plant medicine community. Um, it's been an honor to read your book. Um, and it's just speaking so much to my heart and going through um, just reading all of your beautiful words and how you express yourself is taking me right back to the jungle. So it's been it's been really cool process meeting you and, and being on this journey. So thank you for having me. Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited to get to know you better. And uh, it's so exciting to connect with this global family and how small is the world that as we are navigating and finding each other, you know, in this world and, and sharing our experiences and then sharing it with others who are thinking about maybe, you know, exploring these pathways uh, as, as we are doing. So very exciting. Um, you had this great idea when you read the book to that you said that you had certain uh, passages that really resonated with you. So <clears throat> we were thinking to share a little bit with our audience. So what was like the first little bit that that you related to and, and why? Why did you feel like that? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, the first thing that um, I noticed about the book was was the beautiful, the beautiful cover. Um, <laughs> And I think Jessica helped with that, right? Or did the, yes, the artwork on that? Yes, the graphic designer. Yes, yeah. beautiful. Um, and heart medicine, of course, the name. So um, right away in your first, I guess, intro in the book, you were talking about being in Peru and 
in the jungle in this first experience with Mother Ayahuasca. Um, and the writings from your journal in the book just were so beautiful in how you took these, these pieces and then after integration were able to um, kind of open the book in this way that was like the same message I got, but I couldn't articulate it in such a, in such a beautiful way. So you did it, you did it very well. The medicine says to me that my heart is the key. It's the place to transform all that hurts, all the pain, but also to receive all the wisdom and love. So I start throwing everything in discomfort, fear, doubt, confusion, pain, throwing it all in this vortex of light in my chest. And I can see them dissolve in my heart. I feel a range of emotions. I feel forgiveness, sadness, joy, grief. And at the same time, I feel fully alive and light as part of myself comes back into my heart. I feel repaired, reconnected again. I lay in this temple of grace on this sacred ground. I feel so grateful to experience this moment. I feel completely happy. I miss nothing. I laugh out loud. How funny I think. When I was in the world and I had a lot of things and ideas, I did not feel this way. And I'm now here in the forest with nothing but myself. I feel completely fulfilled. I don't lack or need anything in this moment. And I wonder why. And this first one, the medicine said to me that my heart is the key. Oh my gosh, that I remembered being in the jungle right there and looking at myself and my higher self, looking at myself and thinking that girl is, she's not that bad. Like she is pure. She's got a great heart. And, and that, that me and my heart and what I possess, what really stood out. So what were you feeling in this, that, that, that was the main, the, the heart medicine was the thing that you decided to focus on? Yeah, yeah. Thank you for for sharing this little <laughs> snippet from the book. Uh, it's so interesting to hear it, you know, from somebody else. <laughs> Very interesting experience, mm -hmm. um, in a nice way. Yes, it's nice to to start with this because that's the whole message is the book, and that was very early in my journey that I received this message through a ceremony, and it it was basically an understanding that you know, everything I'm looking for, I'm needing is within me and all the solutions are within me. And this within me can be accessed to, through this gateway of the heart, through my heart. And that is the key. That was the understanding or the experience that I had when I was in Peru. Um, but what's interesting is that what does this mean really and how to embody this on on a on a daily basis in your life and how to live out of this awareness and this understanding that's what happened during the integration process so even though i had this very powerful mind opening experience but really the application and the embodiment and the integration of this understanding happened over a period of time and that that's you know what brought me to write the book and to do this work and to to tell about this experience um, to people and why is this important that we do this integration um, so we are able to to live out from that understanding not just have it as an intellectual idea that we are storing in our head and then our actions and you know our, our everyday life is is disconnected from that so i think that this is so amazing that that was the first thing that that 
got you because I think many people can relate to this and they feel, wow, I feel I resonate with this or this is true to me or this makes much sense. Or even my people say that, oh, this is it, you know, this is the answer and I really believe it. But to actually do it and to practice it is, is, is just a different ballgame. <laughs> We're going to talk about that. So how was your experience with this? That, you know, I mean, you know, the understanding that you had in the ceremony versus, you know, the, the, the application of that like right. afterwards. Right. Well, like you said, the ceremony is very different. So when I came out of mine, I was like, what was that? Like, I really didn't know what was going on. Trying to unravel it just takes time and work. And I think, you know, I know you and Jessica in the past have, have gone over like a lot of the myths and stuff on, you know, you go to these ceremonies and then everything's fixed and fine. And you don't think about the influences when you come back you don't think about the support. Um, you don't think about maybe having a coach or somebody that can help, you know, guide you. I didn't have the experience of like having that month or that time. Um, I kind of came right back into work and it threw me into a giant shock where I had to really <laughs> step away for months, my family, my friends, because I was so sensitive and I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't know what I was feeling really confusing. Um, because I really didn't expect all of these challenges internally. But when you when you decide to change the entire direction of your life, you know, I don't know what what else I expected. <laughs> <laughs> and to do a medicine with that huge heart connection, um, I just didn't have the knowing of, of what to expect. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that is uh, such a good point that you are making. And, and I want to talk a little bit more about that, that what happens, you know, after the ceremony that um, a lot of people decide to travel somewhere to do a retreat or to do a ceremony and uh, maybe even travel out of the country. So we're going to most talk about this scenario when people travel to a retreat or to, you know, uh, um, just a place to to do the medicine work and then they go back home so the program that i'm running right now when people come to mexico to work with the medicine they stay here for a month so and that includes when they are participating in the ceremony and they stay here after the ceremony for about three four weeks uh, before they go back and uh, i explain to people that think about it in a way then when you have a physical operation, you have a hip replacement, okay? And you go into a hospital to have a hip replacement. And then the next day, you know, you wake up from the operation and then you pull all the tubes out and everything and you hobble out and you are like, bye, I'm fine. You know, I'm going back home. I'm going back work. And it's like, what are you doing? So I think it's a good metaphor to to show people, you know, the, the magnitude, what is happening. And just because this is not so much a physical process or not necessarily, it can be also very physical, but not necessarily. It's more like mental, emotional, spiritual kind of transformation. Um, therefore, people are forgetting this part that they are in an energetic operation. And as you would do after any kind of intervention, serious intervention or operation, you would rest, you would, you would not work, you would withdraw and stay at home and rest and, and, and take some time to recover before you go out into the world. 
So um, this is this always comes up for people who are not aware of this aspect that they return quite straight after the ceremony or or shortly after the ceremony to their usual or normal everyday environment and it is it is a shocking experience not just because their perception has changed and they coming from a different place and they are looking with different glasses if you like but also because um just you know they are not resonating with the same energies anymore and and they have this big contrast in terms of experience that is pointing out more what they do not like or do not desire anymore so um i i certainly i experienced this culture shock even though i didn't return to kind of civilized society for a couple of months after peru i was in costa rica i was in the jungle and it, and it was like many months before I went actually to the United States and traveled back. And even that time, it was a shocking experience for me. So um, I think you also found a passage about this with the book yeah. that's really, you know, connects to this. Yeah. Like, how was that experience? You want to read that? Everything happened so fast. I felt like sitting on a roller coaster, not seeing what is yet to come? I felt anxiety, sometimes total desperation. Then anger burst out of me. I fell into awe and grace. I felt in peace. And so it goes on, almost like a display of raw emotion expressed with intensity, like waves of the ocean washing over me. Mentally, I fell mostly out of my mind and hard to think or focus. <laughs> I can relate. People and noise disturbed me so much, like little arrows. And I feel them in my being intensified, thoughts scattered around, flown away, confusion, struggling to make sense of my reality. My body is heavily told I lost weight. I'm exhausted. My digestion is out of order. My system struggling to fight infections and regain optimal health. Why did I do this to myself? And what is happening exactly? When I read this <laughs> and, and people were asking me about my experience, like, why would you do that? what why <laughs> and explain that roller coaster ride in this integration process I, I mean I think you can also you said you can relate to this um I'm excited you know your perspective and all the other people but definitely in the integration one of the element that we always point out is about like emotional release like part of the healing process is to to process you know unresolved trauma and to integrate that and big part of that is to empty and to release suppressed emotions that were not moved and completed at the time when they were created so 100% of the cases that i am aware of after the ceremony these emotions come up in order to release like when people don't understand this it, it, it is much more difficult to deal with this situation because you are naturally in resistance to feel something uncomfortable and then when you resist it and you 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 want to stop this completion process then you kind of stuck in there because naturally it wants to come up and release and clear out 
Um, so then, then you can be in this intensity stuck for a while in this discomfort and it's part of the processes and the integration and the healing processes to learn to navigate emotional states and how to mm. feel and how to process emotions and how to navigate these emotional states. And most of us, unfortunately, are not educated how to emotionally express ourselves in, a, in an adequate, in a healthy, in a natural way. So there's a lot of patterns that, you know, come up in conjunction to this like mental patterning that is connecting to these suppressed emotions or behavior. So these things come up very, very strongly. I would say mostly the first trimester after the the ceremony, the first three months is a lot of emotional and mental intensity. And that's what we refer to as emotional mental roller coaster because it's really like one day you are like, oh my God, I love my life. I got it. I'm totally, I, I, I understand. I'm enlightened. I see everything. It's, it's so simple. It's so easy. I'm so grateful and everything is great. And a few hours later, you can be like just plunged into your personal darkness and losing all direction and grounding and, and really in confusion and knowing, you know, what is surfacing or why. Um, so this type of intensity is a very common part of the process and, and actually it's a healing reaction it's a releasing reaction you know that that is beneficial and part of the integration is what I assist people to do to recognize these these moments and to navigate these moments with more ease and confidence so you are not in resistance you are not stuck in an, in, in a place of uncomfort and you are not creating more suffering for yourself but you can just simply be in a more surrender state state when these emotions and these these energies can more freely move through and and then you can come back into a natural more natural equilibrium and balance but i think it's what is challenging for people is because they have the expectations that i should feel better because i did the ceremony and did the medicine so when they experience something that is pleasant or uncomfortable, they think that the medicine is not working or right. they are not doing something right or something is wrong. But, but it, it, this is not true. This is not the case. Everything is perfect. This is necessary part of the process. And if you can go with that process and not against it, then mm -hmm. it can be more easy and more more pleasant you know for you and mm -hmm. um, therefore you know to have guidance if you do not know how to do that is very beneficial you know especially at the beginning uh, how was it for you you know when you went back instantly as you s said you know can you say just a couple of examples you know like like life situations that happened yeah. to you because that that sounds pretty intense you know going back yeah. straight away well it was um when we came back it was the I think it's the second to last flight out of Lima um, when they closed the borders down in March for um, everything, all of the lockdowns started. So a lot of the group was stuck in Peru for a while. Um, and there was a lot of craziness here at home. It was all of my old life that I was really trying to let go of and, and, and have a different relationship with different people in myself. So I, I didn't feel like I was connecting to my old world at all. 
I didn't feel like I could communicate with my family. I couldn't feel like I could communicate with anybody. Like everything that came out of my, my mouth was like all over the place. (laughs) And it still is. And this is months, you know, almost a year later, nine months later. And I still have, you know, issues communicating how difficult that those five months were um, three to five months when I got back. Um, And I've recently found a group of women that have just been amazing in the plant world. But when you're taking these, these medicines, it's really important that you have somebody or people who understand um, what you're going through, because it's not, I mean, some of these thoughts are scary. And some of the things that come up, especially if you've been abused, I've been, I've had a really struggle, like a big struggle in my life. Um, And so a lot of these triggers were really tough to do by myself, but I felt what helped was spending a ton of time in nature. It was really nice outside. I've got trails right by my house. So I would literally spend two hours every day. I would barefoot walk every day for a mile. I would um, journal, um, cooking, those things that would get me out and into pure joy that I naturally enjoy doing instead of the things that I would kind of use to kind of soften the feelings to where I would like numb it out. I actually allowed myself to feel it and allowed myself to cry. And I don't know if I had a ton of support, if I would have done that on my own, like it really forced me into going and digging deep inside um, and releasing those. But there was a lot of crying, a lot of crying. Um, I hear your sister. (laughs) It was okay. I needed it. Absolutely. I I think that is uh, another point that so many of us can relate is to the lack of relating. You know, when you go back is what you're talking about, that it's difficult to relate to people who never had this type of experience. So close people to you who used to relate to very closely. Now suddenly there is this abyss between because there is something super important for you that you are not able to share with those people because they are not able to relate and understand and that can cause even feeling more isolated and I, I totally agree that support, you know, may that be sisterhood or other people with similar experiences, professional support, like any kind of therapy or healing modality that can assist you is so important to, to navigate, you know, this, this period when you are relearning to relate in a different way. That is what's happening. So you will create recreate these relationships maybe not all of them but most of them with close people and they will change but that takes a little time and that kind of support network at the same time that is present for you and that helps you to relate as well and not feel that you are completely nuts now because nobody gets you and you just doesn't things don't make sense to you anymore either so yeah, I think that is the, uh, a very important aspect. And, you know, for closing is just what you mentioned. I think this is what I want to give as a title of this episode is that feeling is healing because this is what we really talked about. This is where we started from the beginning that the heart is the key, you know, and the love is the medicine and the heart is the key. That is the gateway. And I think this is a crucial 
part of healing in general and then working with this particular medicine is to reclaim our right to feel because most people are emotionally shut down, suppressed and not able to express or even become aware of their emotions or even name them or reflect on them and express them in a natural, in a healthy way. And this emotional disconnection uh, prevents you from from uh, spiritual growth because you access the spiritual realms through the heart, through the feeling, not through the mind, not through the to the mental body. So um, I think this is such a crucial part of healing is this this reclaiming this right to feel this opening our heart is allowing ourselves to feel all that emotions and and to experience them and to express them and to learn like children you know look at children they are very natural in their emotional expression they are very present uh, and therefore whatever they feel they express and and then move on with no residue left in them that they have to deal with later un, until they learn not to express mm-hmm. you know so i think that's that's uh, the message that i want to point out today that feeling is healing and we definitely can relate to what does that mean you know when you work with this medicine and and how you pass through that emotional roller coaster so yeah Thank you so much for for allowing me to be a part of this. This is so exciting for me. Thank you, sister. I'm usually on that side. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And co-creating this together. Mm -hmm. I'm really, really excited. Um, Yeah. uh, Next episode, we're going to go deeper into the integration and, and, and different milestones that we all encounter throughout this journey and share some more uh, little pieces from the book. Stay tuned for the next episode where we go deeper into the healing journey with the mother ayahuasca and sign up for a mailing list to stay up to date about our projects and trainings at avatarhealingarts.com. And remember, you are the healer and love is the medicine. So, so much love to you all.